that bitch. Money got on cash on me. Shotty blow my phone. That's corny. That's a no no. Hey, welcome. Welcome to barbershop.talk. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is D-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Out the Way Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All righty. Hey, let's get started on Barbershop.talk. Of course, just like our intro said that whatever you talked about on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. You are absolutely right. Now, also, Casey, I got to say, we got a lot of emails from our listeners this time around. Yeah? Yeah, it was a tremendous amount. What kind of things were they saying on the email? I don't know, because I accidentally deleted it. (laughs) (laughs) Can y'all resend them, please? (laughs) Yeah, that would be a bad idea. Do you mind resending it? You know, I I don't know. See what happens when you don't let Arthur take care of certain things. Yes, I do. In (laughs) fact, he needs to start coming back to the show. He's been gone for a while. He needs to go ahead and take over all these controls. Um, but there was some nice emails that was sent in here. I just wish I could remember those, but it was, I want to say about, it was over a dozen or so. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. In in fact, there was a, uh, we did get one from, uh, I do remember the countries, not only the United States, there was one from Great Britain. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it was not rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) And and I do believe one was from, uh, uh, from some country in Africa. Yeah. I think uh, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. I think so. Wow, that's 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 reaching pretty far. Yeah, but you know what I think? Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, right beside four twenty one barbershop, that they have that uh, uh, cell phone store that's owned and operated by African. Yeah, uh, African. African. Yeah, African. Yeah. So I, I think that uh, he probably then passed the word out on barbershop talk and picked up some additional listeners. Okay, but that's all right, Zimbabwe. Now, if they'd have been Nigerians, yeah, watch out because they do a lot of you know, that prank calls stuff, you know. Yeah, that, yeah that'll be that'll be prank. They probably scam us. We don't have that much money for them to scam, but they probably take it off. You know, you know, we ought to be ashamed of ourselves talking about it. I'm just joking. I'm just teasing Nigeria. You know, I love y'all. There's 80 million brothers right there. Love y'all. Yeah, don't tell them what they're doing. What they're doing. Well, I guess we better get on the topic because there was this one lady in the barbershop. She called herself a jokester. Okay. She always wanted to tell a joke. Right. So, you know, and she listened to our podcast all the time. And so finally, I said, okay, lady, we're going to allow you to say a joke and we're going to play it on the podcast. And we do that. We, you know, we let you perform in the shop. And if the shop thinks it's funny, we'll consider giving you a shot on our podcast absolutely so and also she's an avid customer because she brings her son in all the time to get a haircut so i didn't want to jeopardize losing any money <laughs> <laughs> but all right well, i'm going to go ahead and, and, and let her do a thing because we did record her 
So let's play and see what she has to say. Ready for the joke of the day? Yep. All right. A lady went into a bar in Texas and saw a cowboy with his feet propped up on the table. He had the biggest boots she'd ever seen. The woman asked the cowboy if it's true what they say about men with big feet. Are they well endowed? The cowboy grinned and said, sure is, little lady. Why don't you come on up to the bunkhouse and I'll prove it to you? Well, the woman wanted to find out for herself, so she spent the night with him. The next morning, she handed him $200. Blushing, he said, well, thanks, ma'am, but uh, I'm flattered, but I never asked anyone to pay me for my services. Don't be flattered, she said. Take the money and buy yourself some boots that fit. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Oh, yeah. She has potential. Yeah, that's a lot of potential. Yeah, she may be back on the she might be back on the podcast. She might be back back on the podcast. All right, the truth of that, that was kind of funny. That was kind of funny. My All shoes right. fit, J Rod. I'm sorry, what was that? My shoes fit. What? They size two, but they fit. I was getting very safe because they sure look awfully small. <laughs> At least I ain't deceiving them, you know. Okay, that, that is true. That is true. <laughs> I was getting ready to say. Well, all right. Uh, what else went on in the barbershop? Uh, is that guy about he was talking about hanging out with the fellas at the Oh, strip yeah, club? yeah. So there was uh, some talk about going to gentlemen's club. It was very brief, very brief. And this one guy, uh, he offered uh, his opinion on why he don't think it's a good idea to go to gentlemen's club yeah let me go ahead and see if i can find that um uh, what he said because we talked about him too so let's see here i think i just may have that they want me to go to the strip club with them and i'll be honest i just don't see the point i mean if i'm gonna spend two hundred dollars on a woman who has no intention of fucking me at the end of the night i just take my wife out to dinner <laughs> as, as, ain't that generally what, what men do <laughs> just take Where? their wives out to dinner <laughs> Are they the girlfriends out to dinner? Well, <laughs> you know, I, I really will plead the fifth on that, but I am going to say that that is not a representation of my spouse. No, 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 not at all. Not that, at all. that was strictly uh, a representation of his household. That's right, his household, <laughs> his household. <laughs> you know, so. But I'm saying I'd rather spend the two hundred dollars on a significant other than oh. at some gentleman's club and these women running around there yeah you know uh you know plus it, it gets to the point where where you're younger when you're a younger man mm -hmm. uh you're going to a gentleman club just to have fun and waste a lot of money but then when you get older it's like nah yeah. i'm good right yeah nah i'm good so the wife have nothing to do with your decisions not good it's just that nah nah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah i don't need to see anybody dancing on stage anymore I'm good, <laughs> but according to his, in his case, uh, that's his household, right? You go pay two hundred dollars. <laughs> you better ask for a better return. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. That's right. All right. Now this one is that this is big news here. I mean, it was big news for me because a guy was talking about fast foods and he was ranking uh, where the fast food come in at. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, Casey, we never heard this one before. I have not. Yeah. So I think what we're going to do, we're just going to have comments live just off the top of our head. We're just going to wing it. Uh, but I never, ever, ever 
heard this clip, but he was talking about like I think the worst, worst fast food place. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did say the worst. Let me see if I can get this going here. Okay, all right, here we go. Okay, let's go. Fast food restaurants ever. At ten, we got Starbucks. I can't wait to see the comments when I. Oh, wait a I'm going to start from the beginning because I, I didn't hear what he said in the beginning. Did you? Uh, yeah, he missed it. Part of it. All right, let's go. Top 10 worst fast food restaurants ever. At 10, we got Starbucks. I can't wait to see the comments when I put Starbucks in here. But the coffee's trash. So many other places have better coffee. And the food is buns. At 9, we got... Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it. He got to back up off. Yeah. I got a couple of comments. First of all, I do not consider Starbucks a fast food restaurant. <laughs> it's a coffee shop. Well, that's how they started out, but they have expanded. They have breakfast menu, lunch menu. So in a way, they 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 morphed into that as well. No, They're I, more than just a coffee shop. No, I'm not going for that. I'm not going for that. Uh, first of all, they're a coffee shop. And there are some burger places, you know, that later on start selling chicken. And it was terrible. <laughs> and it was still a burger place. They're not a chicken place. It's horrible. So I don't. I don't think. I don't think uh, Starbucks count because they got. To me, I think they got some pretty good coffee. I was gonna say it's interesting to me is that he said that their coffee is trash. Now, is their coffee way overpriced? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I have to say I do regularly get some. Uh, from Mr. Logic, who brings uh, who bring me some coffee from time to time, and he gets it from Starbucks, and it is good. So. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, now, uh, there's another called Seattle Best. Uh, to me, they compete uh, with Starbucks. I can't find any other coffee shop that really uh, competes with Starbucks, but Seattle Best is some pretty good coffee. There's a coffee. place that I go to that's pretty good uh, called Maxwell House. Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> is that next door to Folgers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't agree with him on this one because I don't think that the uh, Starbucks is a fast food restaurant and their food is not really food. But let's see what else he have on the list. Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. My biggest reason why Carl's Jr. is in the top 10 worst is like, why are you going to Carl's Jr. over all the other, you know, burger spots, fry spots? Like, Carl's Jr. is at the bottom of the list of those. At eight, we got. Oh, wait a minute. Stop before you go to eight. Now, I'm going to tell you, I love some Hardy's breakfast. I, I yeah, think... now their breakfast is nice. Yes, their biscuits are some serious biscuits. But they burgers suck. They burgers are thick. Yeah. But they're unseasoned. <laughs> unseasoned. Yeah, it is, man. And uh, you're not talking about at home, cooking it at home. This is I know, but, it's... but do it have to be bad because it's fast? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know, and honestly, is there any place that's fast anymore? Oh, well, well, I don't know about that. But let me ask you this question. Is is Hardy's, do you remember back in the day, is that Burger Chef? Uh, if they buy not, I, I can't say. Yeah. But they're, 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 if, they, if they did buy, out, buy Burger Chef out, they changed it over because Burger Chef used to be good. Well, we was younger too. We bought burger shelf, so any burger would be good at that time. <laughs> Just about any burger. Yes, it's good. <laughs> it's what I like burger chef and what? Jeff. <laughs> Do you like <laughs> burger chef and Jeff? It was burger chef and Jeff. I think you're right. I think you're right. I forgot about Jeff. <laughs> but you know what I used to like about burger chef back in the day is that they had a uh, you can buy a burger right, and you just get the bun in the burger. 
and then it was like a solid bar. Yeah, you fixed it up. Fixed, fixed it up. Bar. The way you want. The yeah. way you want. And so you get the smallest burger, and that thing be stacked about six inches high by the time you get <laughs> That's done right. with it. That's <laughs> right. It's like a salad on top of a burger. <laughs> but that was a great concept. That's why they went out of business, though. <laughs> you can't have that kind of bar in the in the hood. <laughs> That's right. We're going to take advantage. Oh, you have a very small hamburger with, with 10 tomatoes on it. <laughs> All right, okay, we're gonna see what he's talking about on number eight. All right, we're gonna see what he has to say. Okay. All right, here we go. Well, we already can get him started. I guess Sonic. If you go to Sonic for any other reason than to get one of those drinks, <laughs> 911 at seven. <laughs> you know what? Sonic do suck. It's, I'm gonna tell you what it is. You ever been to one of them schools that didn't have a cafeteria? And they had them prefab meals, and they just bring them in. Matter of fact, I had that's, that's a, Sonic. Food. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. You, it's flashback because I think Sharp Ridge oh, yeah. <laughs> no. in Indianapolis Nuh-uh. was like that. Let me tell you something. When I attended Short Ridge, man, they had the finest cooks in Indianapolis in that kitchen. Well, Those meals was outstanding. Well, that may be true, but they now work for Sonics. <laughs> so what is that saying? <laughs> what is that saying? Oh, they prepared that. Those that food from scratch at short Well, but I, Sonic suck. It's like that prefab, <laughs> prefab meals and stuff. They just heat it up in the oven or the microwave. Wow, wow. See, I, I can't really say that I have uh, uh, went to Sonic's. I went once and it was one time too many. Now, aren't, don't they compete? Or do they still have AW root beer? Isn't that like Sonic's, the restaurant? Uh, kind of different because uh, I think the place you're talking about, like Mug and Bun. No, it's not. It, no, 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 no. I think you're talking about Suds and Buns. And that, Suds and, there's that's Suds and Bun, there's Mug and Bun. Yeah, but there was A&W Root Beer they used to have where you, they come to your car on roller skates. Yeah, but they, they're not around anymore. Well, it depends. There's some in Kentucky. Oh, there is? Yeah, there is some in Kentucky, so they, they're still around. Well, they, they, they ain't a time war. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I think what it did, I think that the KFC purchased A&W, and now they combine within the building. They no longer have a girl coming out or guys coming out on skates. Yeah. It's actually combined. That could be dangerous with them root beer. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It could be. All right. So let's see what this guy says after Sonic. All right. I think it was on number seven. Yeah. Wait, don't get me wrong. I eat Subway every now and then, but it definitely doesn't hit the same. And since they got rid of the $5 foot long, it's, it's just not it. At six. Okay. Now, hold on. Oh, I disagree yeah. with Subway. Really? Yeah. So because, uh, and I guess it depends on what you get. Mm. But when I go to Subway, I always get um, the, the bowls. I forget what they call them, but it's like a bowl. You get it in a bowl. No oh, bun right. or nothing. Uh, they have a name for it. But those are actually pretty good. They're healthy and they're good. And I get the teriyaki, the chicken teriyaki bowl is what I get. Oh, wow. Yeah, I I don't go to Subway. I really don't eat Subway because to me it's just expensive bologna, and I'm not eating bologna, and especially when it's real thin. And then they, I uh, I think when they go in there, they say, oh, "What do you want? Why are wheat bread?" Man, I don't care what you put that bologna on. I'm not eating. <laughs> well, I don't get their sandwiches, but I get the bowl. <laughs> I guess, man. I, I I'm I'm not down with that. Uh, Perhaps I, the I best not, news is, is that the massive. Uh oh, wait a minute. Uh oh. They're going to ask us to switch gears real quick. You know, but this is what we're going to do. Now, we're going to come back to this lady in just a second. But I think that was our clue that we need to recognize our sponsor and to cut it short. 
lady, we can get a clue. We can take a clue. We can take a clue. So if that's the case, we're going to pause right now. We're going to recognize our sponsors, and uh, uh, let's do it. Hey. It's a party out in my all right, this is a spot in our podcast that we stop to recognize our sponsor. That's right. We like to recognize King Cap, the owner of Out the Way Studio. He has several organizations under his umbrella. However, the one that he is most proud of is his custom-made T-shirt. That's right. If you want any of his service or want to find out some information about what he can do for you, Go ahead and email him at keencap317 at gmail.com. And we have to introduce our second sponsor. That is 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. Located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. If you want good things to happen to your hair, come in and check out our master barbers at 421 Barbershop. You know, every time I think that Arthur is out of here, for our listeners, that's our artificial intelligence, that he always seems to sneak right back into our podcast. Because I think he put that lady, her voice in here to let us know, cut it sharp, fellas, and finish that later, because we got to recognize me, the sponsor, King Cap. And 421 Barbershop. I don't know. That's just what I think. It could be. But, you know, uh, Arthur played the vital role in this operation, and he keeps us on track. Speak for yourself, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm beginning to hate Arthur more and more. (laughs) More and more. Uh, But, in fact, I think he did leave a note in the office that he did request to be part of uh, next week's show. So uh, we're going to accommodate that. Uh, he said it was a mystery, so I have I haven't seen what he want to say, but apparently we're gonna let him take the lead next week. It will be interesting. It will be scary. Well, anyway, I think what that lady was gonna talk about, she's gonna move into uh, uh, politics. Okay. And and do you know what the mid attorney is talking about this big red wave that's coming? Yeah, it kind of turned into a, a a minor ripple, and it might just be a drop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it might be a little bit more to the drop because they, they are going to take over the house, it looks like. Uh, but the Senate is very, very close uh, at this at this time. Now, again, uh, before I play, play this lady, because she's kind of relating the uh, the red wave in a, uh, in a concept where ladies can really relate to it. Uh, but before I get to that, I got to ask you this, this question, Casey, because it was predicting a red wave. Like the Republicans was going to go ahead and just take over the House and also take over the Senate by big numbers, right? But it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Now there was a change, but it wasn't a significant change. And the Democrats are kind of saying that was victorious because they did better than actually what they was anticipating to get. But I'm going to ask you, what do you think changed in the environment of the country that made people move away from? Republican, and because there's a lot of cross voting, a lot of Democrats yeah. voted Republican, split a lot ticket. of Republicans, a lot of split ticket, absolutely uh, voting going on this year. So, what do you think contributed to that? Okay, so I think there were several factors. Um, I think one of the main factors was uh, the abortion uh, ruling by the Supreme Court, 
And I think that engaged a lot of women around the country. Uh, I think uh, also, as uh, evidence came out about Trump leading this uh, insurrection against our country uh, based on a bunch of lies that he knew were lies and forcing you know his underlings to accept this lie, I think that persuaded a lot of people too. And I think they, they want to get away from that sort of stuff. Uh, and then uh, finally, uh, I think that the country is more progressive than it used to be. And, you know, 20 years from now, we'll be more progressive than we are today. And there was a big push to try to put the country in reverse, you know, and be less progressive. But uh, I think in the final analysis, we are more progressive than we were before because people realize uh, that the way forward is with progressive. Yeah, that's a very, that's a very intriguing perspective, because I, I can kind of see that a little bit. And I think that, uh, and this is the reason why I'm agreeing with you on that. I think that what the Republicans trying to do is pull out plays from the old playbook without recognizing that the demographics has changed. That the old playbook was speaking to a lot of, a certain segment of the United States and with so many in dominated positions, have very little exposure with other cultures, that it was very effective. But I think today, you're right. You cannot do those old plays because the demographics of today change. Now, here's some of the things that I think that uh, uh, changed the tie. One is the abortion. You know, because I think that was a, a major step backwards, especially for the uh, the female gender. Major. They should have control of their bodies and have decisions. They fought for that for years. Uh, and now all of a sudden they're trying to take a step back. I think the other one is now they're trying to attack civil rights. You know, and I think again it was it was a struggle for to have civil rights. Now I've got to take it away. That's not right. Uh, I think that they're trying to now go after people's rights, and I think that people are beginning to recognize that. Again, we talked about abortion. We talked about civil rights. They talk about same-sex marriages. They talk about uh, 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 transgender. All those rights are being trying to take away, and I think the, the America says, no, you may not want us to teach black histories in class, but we know enough about black history that how hard we had to fight for these rights. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they're going to give them up. And I also agree with you, is with all the exposure that came out with that January 6th committee, that all those undercutting, cheating, crooked things that they have done. Um, and then my final one, and you, you can respond to it if you like. I think that the United States is sick and tired of bullying, where politicians are bullying folks. Mm -hmm. And at first it was entertaining. At first it was funny. Now it's disgusting. And it's turning folks off. That's what I think. Well, that's, that's what I think. So let's see what this lady has to say about about the red wave all right all right let's see what she has to say hey author you can go ahead and play that the now. best news is that the massive red wave only hit florida <laughs> oh man and i think all women can agree it's always a good thing when your red wave is lighter than you expected <laughs> want to say I get how Republicans are feeling I mean, sometimes you expect your red wave to arrive and it doesn't 
and then you start to panic. You, know? you consider your options, which are suddenly very limited. Yeah, plus. Georgia, you might not know if your red wave is coming for another few weeks, and by then it might be too late. <laughs> the next thing you know, Herschel Walker sending you a get well card with a check in. <laughs> anyway, I just want to say to all of those Republicans who are feeling this way, don't stress. Trust me. I've got a great veterinarian in Kentucky you can call. <laughs> Perhaps the vet that was funny. It was. That was funny. And insightful. <laughs> Very <laughs> insightful. Very insightful. Uh, you know, it is close uh, in regards to who's taking over the uh, the Senate. It looks like the Republicans are going to take over the, the House, but not as much. I mean, it's, it's, it's not of a, a dramatic amount. Right. Uh, historically, after a newly elected president's first term, both midterm, there's usually a gigantic shift. Mm -hmm. uh, in favor of the uh, the other party, and that did not happen at all. Nope. I mean, it was a it was pretty much a, a stalemate. And I think had the Democrats done a little bit better of uh, focusing on a few other key states, they they probably would have stayed in control of both houses, uh, both uh, chambers. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Now I do have to say, when it comes to the Senate, it's pretty close. You know, it looked like that won't be able to that would they would not be able to call that. At least for a few more weeks. So there, there's some states that is a uh, key states. It's pretty, yeah. pretty. Uh, uh, the race is probably neck and neck. Well, they may be able to call it um, maybe by the end of this weekend. Uh, there's, there's really three states that's, uh, that's the big focus is on. That's Arizona, Nevada, and Georgia. Georgia is looking at a runoff. If uh, the Republicans win, uh, either uh, or is it both Arizona and Nevada? No, I think they're going to lose Arizona. But I think the Democrats yeah. are going to win Arizona. And Nevada's a toss-up. If the Republicans win Nevada, then you're going to have to wait till Georgia to see who wins. Well, you're forgetting one other state, and that's Michigan. No, no, Michigan's uh, a, a done deal. They haven't been called. Wisconsin is the, uh, the other one. But Was it Wisconsin? Yes, no, but... I thought it was Michigan. But... Let's but the it. guy does have a sizable lead. It's, a, it's kind of a long shot to win Wisconsin. Uh, the incumbent does have a sizable lead, but there's still some outstanding votes coming. Well, I sure hate to go back and check that because I was almost certain not want to debate. I'm going to let you go ahead and Michigan speak, was speak a it. clean sweep for the Democrats. No, I'm going to let you go ahead and, and finish speaking. And I'm going to go ahead and see okay. if I can find that because I think there was a couple of states. But you can go ahead and you, you yeah. can you can finish so, your commentary. So I really think it comes down to uh, Nevada. If the Republicans win Nevada, then they're still in play for the Senate. And it comes down to the runoff in Georgia. If the Democrats win Nevada, and it looks like they're definitely going to win Arizona, then they're going to control the Senate regardless of what happens in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And I think you're absolutely right. I just looked up that uh, what we're talking about here, and you are absolutely right. It is Wisconsin. It's not uh, uh, Michigan. Uh, so you are absolutely right, and I stand corrected. Uh, apparently, I took the wrong data there. Uh, but it's still come down at the end. Remember what they talked about that in our last podcast. At the end of the day, unless <laughs> black folks measure it, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it appears it is going to be very, very close. Yeah. 
and I mean extremely close. Now we had an, another clip that we wanted to play um, and have some comments in regards to that clip. I want to see if I can sneak that in here real quick, at least part of it. Being counted, but it appears neither Republican hopes for sweeping victories nor Democrats' fears of crushing defeats were realized. In Pennsylvania, we bet on the people of Pennsylvania, and you didn't let us down. Democrat, well, that is scary. Do you know who he sounds like? I do. That's he sounds like my man, Obama. <laughs> he certainly <laughs> did. I had to take a double look and wait, but that's not Obama. Oh my goodness, well, you that's Fetterman. Obama went out there and campaigned with him. He was paying attention. Apparently so. <laughs> Apparently so. I'm going to teach that, but my goodness. John Fetterman winning Pennsylvania's open Senate seat. The lieutenant governor defeating Republican Mehmet Oz, who was endorsed by former President Trump. ABC News learning Oz called Fetterman this morning to concede. While Trump's endorsed... You know, I'm going to pause here because I want to make sure that it's loud and clear. And I see our time here that I just want to make point that Trump endorsed candidate did terrible. Yeah, if he had... 15 endorsed candidates, I think uh, at least 12 of them lost. Oh, no question so. about it. It was horrible. So it may be that uh, not only the the red wave is not here, it is the soft wave. All right, now come on, Leon. Uh, let me back up here with Arthur. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> close this out, but I was going to say, not only that it wasn't a, a red wave, it's not going to be an orange wave. So let me close out. <laughs> I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast. Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, Go, Go Mom!